Hello, and welcome to Poppy Approved Movies. My name is Poppy. And I'm Natalie. In our podcast, we'll review and critique my favorite PG-13 movies. Movies that I wasn't allowed to watch until I turned 13. Every other week, Natalie and I will watch a new PG-13 movie. And I'll see if Poppy's movies live up to the hype. Which, of course, they will. Today, we're going to be watching How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Before we begin, there will be spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie and don't want it to be spoiled, press pause and come back when you're finished. Now, Poppy, tell me the deets on this movie. Okay. How you doing, Natalie? Good. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days came out in 2003 with a runtime of 1 hour and 56 minutes. It's not streaming anywhere. We rented it on Amazon. It was written by Michelle Alexander, Jeannie Long, and Kristen Buckley. It was directed by Donald Petrie. Main stars are Kate Hudson. Matthew McConaughey, and Adam Goldberg. Fun fact, I had a friend that I went to college with. She would watch this movie on replay in her apartment. As soon as it ended, it restarted, and she would keep watching it. That's psychotic. I think so. All right, so what do you think, Nat? It was okay. I think that the main character was too much. Why did you have to do it with an actual human guy? You could have just wrote in an article, but, you know, it's fine. Oh, you think the main character is the female? Yeah. Oh, okay. The main character follows the girl. Interesting, I see. Not Matthew McConaughey, the boy? He's not the main character? No. Okay. It follows the girl. (laughs) When you said the main character, I thought exactly him. Maybe that's the patriarchy right there. That was the patriarchy. Just radiating out. But anyways, yeah. Uh, What rating do you give it? Three stars. Three stars? I thought you weren't going to like it very much because a lot of misogyny. A lot of stereotypes. A lot of things that you don't necessarily like. Why don't we get into the recap? Okay. We meet Andy, a writer for a fashion and gossip magazine named Composure. What an interesting magazine name. She's famous for writing how-to articles, but wants to write something more substantive. Then we meet Ben, an ad executive who works mostly on sports, but he has his eye on the DeLauer Diamond account. He has to be put on it, but Warren, the head of the ad company, tells him no. His two colleagues, Green and Spears, are in line for that account. The reason they're getting the job is because they're women, and women know diamonds more than men. I feel like that's a little confusing because typically in the roles that are assigned, men are the one who buy the diamonds. Right. So wouldn't it makes more sense to, to target men? towards men because they're the ones who's going to buy, like, let's say it's a wedding ring. Right. They're the ones who are typically going to buy it because men are supposed to propose in the stereotype. When you want to have a man's point of view, because if you're trying to target men, then you would want a man. I mean, I guess at the end, exactly. does any of it matter? Can a man and a woman not have a point of view of someone else? Mm-hmm. No. That's a good question. Huh. To say that we need women to do it because women know diamonds is like... Not accurate. Well, I mean, I guess in general. I, mean, this I is... wouldn't say, I'm not saying like, oh, it's better that the, a man is going to be the marketer. I'm just saying their logic between making it two women is wrong. I get that. But what do you think about the other? What do you think that it takes a man to sell sports because men like sports? And that's not always true. It takes a woman to sell diamonds because women know that. Like, do you think that is a correct visage of gender roles and and gender intelligence, I guess, what you know about the other genders. 
No, not really. Because you're marketing towards people regardless. In the end, it's all about money. So if the person you're not marketing towards buys it, you're still going to be fine with it. Right. Andy gets to work but notices her friend Michelle is missing. Andy goes to visit her and she's crying, wallowing in sorrow from a breakup. Andy cheers her up and off they go to work. At work, Lana, the editor, is having a staff meeting. She's giving out assignments and shoots Andy down when she wants to write something more serious. Then Lana gives Michelle an article to write about her breakup. Michelle doesn't feel ready to do so, so Andy steps in and decides to do it for her. An article about all the wrong things women do in relationships. How to lose a guy in 10 days. Now, here's my grievance. Can I say that? Grievance? I like it. With this, she goes ahead and does this as like an experiment on an actual guy. Why couldn't you just list the 10 things? 10 things you shouldn't do when dating a guy. Number one, like, why couldn't you just do that? Like, what's the point of getting a human involved with this? Unless you're like just using someone and manipulating them for a product. Well, and it's, it's not necessary because you can just make an article. And it's not like the woman was like, oh, you should do it where you talk to a man. No, Andy was the one who suggested it. I'm sure if Andy suggested, no, let me do an article on how to lose a guy in 10 days, then the lady would be like, oh, that's a wonderful idea. Because she's like literally just using this guy, like using him and discarding him. And that's kind of wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would only have been like two days. Yeah, but still, he's like made a joke for an experiment. In your eyes, she's more the villain than he is? Well, we're not getting to him yet. Well, answer that. No, I think they're both at fault. Like equally? Yes. Okay, we'll see. Anyway, she's going to find a man and get him to dump her within 10 days. At the end of the meeting, Spears and Green show up and they overhear Andy's article idea. That night at a restaurant, Warren has a meeting with Green and Spears about the diamond account, and Ben crashes it. Warren says he can't be on the account because he's not in touch with women. Ben says that he knows women very well and can make any woman fall in love with him. Now you're just being cocky, and I don't like it. (laughs) Warren says that if he can make that happen by the time of the Delour party, the account is his. Then Green and Spears choose Andy as his target knowing full well about her article and her mission to get someone a dumper. First of all, if I were these two female associates before I even made a dare, that's just, like, terrible. I'm just going to leave these women on the fence and see if you can make someone fall in love with you, and then I'll give you their account. It's theirs, and you're just, like, that's a great throwing point. away their account. Yeah, I wonder if Throwing they... around like a, like a toy. I think you get more money. Right? Yeah. You get paid an extra commission because why else would he want to? Oh, he wants to do more things. He's already promised this account to these two women. And now he's like, well, actually, what if we do a little game? Like, what? That's not fair to them. And they kind of cheated, right? Because they knew that what Andy was up to. But I mean, it wasn't fair to them in the first place. That is pretty wrong. You're right. Especially if money is on the account, right? Yeah. Like, if you're like, okay, so you're not going to get a bonus now because Ben was able to make a woman fall in love with him. Yeah, exactly. And that's what happens at the end, right? And they're, the account. they're also not supportive. I'm just saying they're not feminists because they're just like throwing him at some girl because they, they got to choose the girl, right? And so they're basically just choosing which girl's going to get her heart broken eventually. No, but they knew it was Andy. 
Exactly, but, but they, still. But she wasn't going to be heartbroken because she wasn't going to be in love. She was going to get. But they made this bet idea. They created this idea like, oh, I'm going to choose the girl before they even saw Andy. No, I think they, yeah. Maybe. Like they made no, no, the it, bet. It wasn't their bet. They just agreed to it because it was between Ben and Warren. They really had no say, but the only thing they had was to pick the woman. And then they did smart by doing that. It didn't work out for them, but I mean, it should have, right? Yeah. He should have dumped her. And he did dump her. Later on, we get to the point he does break up with her. And then he's like, no, no, no. This is about the money and the account. And then he got back with her. So. All right. Ben finds Andy and makes his move. And the game is on for both of them. They leave together and go to dinner. After dinner, he invites- By the way, she's not drunk. She chose not to drink. She just chose to fake drink. Like, who in their right mind, in their sober right mind, would get on a motorcycle with a complete stranger? That's not implausible to me. I can see that. That seems like a terrible idea. And, like, completely dangerous. Mm. Like, he could have totally, at that point, went, skirt, taken her to a warehouse, tied her up, and started stabbing her. Like, completely could have kidnapped her and murdered her. Mm. I mean, I think it's harder to believe that she... Went to his apartment with him afterwards, barely knowing him. But by then, they already had talked. Even just stepping, sitting on that motorcycle, I'm like, what is she doing? This girl is, like, not smart at all. That's like you going in a car with someone that you've met. That's also not smart. Why would you ever do that? Yeah, because she had a car, right? Exactly. She left her car there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's the- she showed up. How did she get there, right? I mean, maybe she got a taxi. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, maybe her friends drove it home, but also, like, do they have the keys? Like, you just, first of all, you dipped your friends. You never said anything to them. She didn't have any friends there. She did. She went with the two girls. Uh, yeah, that's right. Like, okay, so you never told your friends that you were leaving. Hopefully uh, we you shot them a text. That could have been off off camera. That could have happened, like, between scenes. You um, don't know what happened. But we're there. talking about the movie, so and, uh, you didn't tell your friends, and so you leave your friends and go with some strange man, and you hop on their motorcycle, and you vroom off into the sunset. Like, that's Things a terrible happen idea. between scenes. Like, no, but that's, off camera. A, that's not how it works. They were... She went over to a corner, and then he came up to her, and then they're like, all right, you want to skedaddle? And then they just walk away into the parking lot. There's no room for her to say, all right, toodles, guys. After dinner, he invites her over. They make out a little, and then she leaves. They both think they have the upper hand. The next day, Ben talks to his boys and tells them that she left her purse at his house with Nick tickets inside. Ben sends Andy roses and calls her, asking her to go out again specifically to the Knicks game. Ben and Andy are having, a, by the way, the Knicks in the finals versus the Sacramento Kings. That's who they were playing? Impossible. Never going to happen. The Knicks will never play the Sacramento Kings in Don't the finals. Don't bring your hatred onto our Sacramento fans. Kings are going nowhere. The Knicks are going nowhere. Neither of those teams will ever be contenders. Our hardcore Knicks and Sacramento fans that are most definitely listening to this podcast just unsubscribed because of you, Dan. No, even real hardcore Knicks fan go, no, he's right, he's right. Yeah, the Knicks aren't playing in Sacramento. Maybe the Knicks, maybe the Sacramento Kings in the next 50 to 300 years will make it. <laughs> They're not going to play each other. <laughs> definitely not. And I have issues with the whole course as a basketball fan. They had like 15 home games for the Knicks. How did that work out? How to ha- it doesn't work that way. That's not how the playoff <laughs> schedule works. Like, that's ridiculous. They never played in Sacramento. It didn't work. It scrimmages me. <laughs> no, this is the NBA finals. 
Ben and Andy are having a great time together at the game. They even end up on the kiss cam. Andy then asks Ben to get her a drink in the final minute of the game. Ben misses the final play and gets upset. Andy leaves proud from her nice maneuver that she made. I would have literally just, if I was him, I'd be like, oh, there's only one minute left. I'll get it for you afterwards. Well, she started whining about it. I would have let her whine. (laughs) And And then she goes, no, but I'm really thirsty. I'll be like, it's okay. It's only one minute. Yeah. Sits back down, finishes watching thing. All right, let's go get you your drink. His goal isn't just to put up with her. His goal is to make her fall in love with him. So... The next day, Andy calls and invites Ben out to a rom-com marathon. At the movie, she is loud and jealous over Meg Ryan, the actress from the movie. And they're watching what? Sleepless in Seattle? Yeah. I talked about that on the last podcast. I know. It's coming up everywhere. When a patron asks her to be quiet, she tells him Ben will beat him up. They all step outside and Ben gets punched in the face. Then Andy leaves. They both agree to go out again. Ben invites her over and cooks her dinner so they can eat and watch the game. Andy brings over tons of hearts, feminine products, her toothbrush, and girly stuff to redecorate his apartment. When I was writing girly stuff, I was wondering if you're going to get mad at that. Then she sings You're So Vain to him. Right when the game is about to begin, she cries and screams that she's a vegetarian. And they go to a vegetarian restaurant where he eats food he dislikes and misses the game. When they get home, Ben is upset. She leaves pretend angry thinking it's all over. But then, he bites his lip and asks her out again. No, you know she's not vegetarian. Because they had lobster the first meal. Remember? And she most likely had a hot dog at her game. Right. The next day, Andy buys Ben a dog and comes over with picture albums of their future wedding day and kids via Photoshop. This is it right here. I would have dealt with everything until this. And I the- would have said I was allergic. Well, she wouldn't care. She just dropped them off and the dog peed on the like- pool table. Can you take that away? I'm allergic. But how about the photo albums of their wedding and their children? That's kind of creepy. Very much. Then she tells him she has tickets for tonight, and he gets super excited. Sadly, she meant Celine Dion tickets, not Nick tickets. I thought that was a good move right there. Yeah. She didn't say it was Nick tickets. Andy and her crew don't understand how Ben still wants to be with her. Then they come up with a plan to crash his poker night. At poker night, she comes and drops a dog on the table, brings nasty snacks, Blows his nose for him, has the boys put out their cigars, and begins to give away hands. He gets angry and calls her crazy. He breaks up with her and she runs off vindicated. The boys tell him not to give up and he runs to her and apologizes. She agrees to take him back if they go to couples therapy. I would not do this. I mean, I guess he's in it for the money, but like, still, it's been like two days. I'm not going to spend money on couples therapy $300 exactly that's just throwing money in the fire since you're gonna break up with her in like three days I mean maybe those $300 are nothing compared to the $50,000-$60,000 bonus he'll get from the Delaura Diamond account oh I guess so at couples therapy Michelle is pretending to be the therapist they gang up on him and insinuate he may be gay things go sideways (laughs) and he calls her crazy again she begins to cry and at the end they agree to visit Ben's family as a way to help their relationship when they get to Ben's parents' house, Andy falls in love with his whole family. They play a game of BS, and she fits right in. She even beats Ben with a little help from his family. I think at this moment, I was like, oh, so now she's acting normal again now that she's in front of other people. Yeah. The real ticket would have been to like start acting crazy in front of his family, and he's going to be like embarrassed, so he's going to break up with her. Maybe she just really liked them, and they're all so sweet to her, you know? Yeah. 
But like, if she was, I think she was just like, oh, this is too far. Like, I think she herself just got embarrassed and was like, I'm not going to act this way in front of these grannies. There was a scene. So the scene where she comes over with the picture books, she said, I got the pictures from your mom. And then the mom calls and then they get on the phone and start talking. So she's already built a relationship with his mom. So I wonder if she was acting crazy ever with the mom. Or she just really likes her mom, and they like each other, and they got along. I don't know. Yeah. His mom actually really likes Andy and tells her not to break his heart. I think that's kind of like the turning point, right? Because I think she's been trying to break his heart, and then the mom was super sweet, and she really liked her. So Yeah. They spend the rest of the day together and really fall in love. That night, they are intimate. Inappropriate! Back home, Ben asks Andy to the Delauer party, and she agrees. And he goes to talk to Lana about the article that she feels she can't write anymore. Lana doesn't care and doesn't budge and gives her 48 hours to finish it. You could have just lied. About? About like, oh yeah, and then he broke up with me. Oh, I see. True. Like, obviously she doesn't care about this woman. Like, she could, or moral, since she started this thing in the first place. So you could have just lied and be like, he asked me to go to couples therapy. But when we suggested that he was gay... Then he finally broke up with me. The end. Yeah. It's why couldn't so you just homophobic. Lie? Exactly. So I don't know why she's like all crazy. Guys, forget honesty and just lie and get your way. They've been, they've been doing it the whole time, right? Yeah. So if you're okay with lying to a man for like more than two weeks, I'm pretty sure you can lie about an article about the same man. True. Guys, I have so many solutions. Ben picks up Andy and they're pretty smitten. They go inside and everyone is there. Warren talks to Andy to see if she's in love with Ben and she confirms it. Subsequently, Ben gets the Delauer account. Then it all goes sideways. Andy finds out about Ben's bet from his boys and Ben finds out about Andy's article from Lana. Then they sing yell a duet of You're So Vain at the party and both leave upset. Real dumb scene. I hate that scene. Because he endangered his account what if the delauer lady didn't like that craziness and then he gets fired exactly and she her boss is there and if she acting crazy like that and she gets fired and it's bad publicity because it's such a public event right and so i think that part is so dumb like they forgot everything and they yell at each other in front of everybody in the whole in the whole movie and he turns in her article and it's different than intended then when Andy asks Lana to write something more important, she says no. And then Andy quits. Who would have seen this coming? You should have just lied on your paper and then left beforehand. Ben sees the article and realizes that she does love him. He goes to Composure Magazine to talk to her, but she just left for a job interview in Washington. He chases after her and catches her taxi. She tries to walk away and he calls out BS. She goes to him and they kiss. The end. I think it's one of those movies that is known to be like a really nice, beautiful love movie. Cute. People like it a lot. But I don't know. I, I was kind of disappointed watching it again. I thought it was funnier than, than we saw. Yeah. It was more of a movie that like makes you want to rip your hairs out. I don't know about that, but uh, I do know that it like, wasn't as like funny. Like you're frustrated with the characters. Like, yeah, why would you sense. do that? Like, stop. The premise is kind of cool in the fact that it's not the dude just messing up. They kind of both mess up. I'm done with watching those movies. I am. The rom-coms where 
the guy and the girl fall in love, and then he... One of them messes up. It's always him. Like, most of the time, it's him. Yeah. And then true. he apologizes, she takes him back, and they live happily ever after. And so, in this case, they both were messed up. Yeah. All right, could this movie still be made today? Probably not. I think I don't think people, even just the premise, I feel like people wouldn't like that now. I'm not saying whether it would be popular now or not, but I'm saying, like, do you think that that's going to pass the studio execs to say, oh, this movie might be a little too controversial or not? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it would be made today either. It's way too much banking on how men and women are supposed to behave. Like, it's too much generalization about. Especially, like... What she's doing is like 10 things you shouldn't do because guys won't like you then. Right. right. It's like, about how you're the bad you're one. You're supposed to act a certain way. I think the super defined gender roles are kind of a thing of the past. Uh-huh. And I think also his situation is very corrupt that this guy is willing to give him a company that belongs to someone else based on a bet. But that stuff happens more often than we know. Yeah. But I'm saying not for like a rom-com. Exactly. Yeah. And then the whole, the homophobia, I think that would be gone too. Because he was just beside himself angry that they even mentioned something like Like that. Like all of these terrible things. She literally got you a dog. But when you get called gay, that's when you draw the line. Yeah. Like she took it too far at that point. Yeah. Like that's just like, what's even the point of that? The other thing, I didn't even bring up the names of any of the characters because they were all just so generic and stupid. Like the boys are just boys, and they like beer and women and, and smoking cigars and playing, playing poker. poker. And the girls are, like, so sad and get broken up with and catty or this or that. Like, there's such stereotypes of both of them. They were all indistinguishable. They Nothing developed about them at all. Even Michelle, was like, she ends up with her boyfriend. The boyfriend comes back. Uh-huh. And then even that, you're like, that's so dumb. It's like she was waiting for him all this time, and now she wants him back. It's just dumb because <laughs> just dumb, yeah. she gets broken up with her heart gets broken by some guy. Everyone's saying like, oh, you did it wrong because you acted like like a psychopath or whatever. Right, they blame her. Yeah, everyone blames her. They never ask like, oh, like, did you even want to be with him that bad? Like, what did he do? They never ask her. And then as soon as he comes back, she accepts him like she the takes first him back second. Immediately, yeah. I'm like, he broke your heart so badly. Why would you ever want him back right. that, that quickly? Maybe you would want him back, but the exact instant he comes through the door. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, kick kick uh, Andy out. And then they like start making out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just stupid. <laughs> Does it pass the Bechdel test? No. No. All right. Bechdel- Even though it's a, a, there's literally a woman-owned magazine that still doesn't pass the Bechdel test. You know, there's a lot of times where the Spears and Green talk to each other. I don't know if they do any talking about anything. I mean, they talk about business a lot. I think they talk a lot about the company and how this guy and how he's trying to mess with their company. Yeah. All right. So the Bechdel test is a test to check for female representation in movies. There are three criteria. Criteria number one, are there two or more named females? Uh, Yeah. We have Andy, and then Michelle, and Green, and... Spears. Spears. There's a lot of people. Lana. Lana, the mom. There's... Mm -hmm. Lots. A lot of women. Criteria number two, do they talk to each other? Um, yes. Andy talks to her friends. Andy talks to Ben's mom. 
And Green and Spears talk to each other. Andy also talks to Lana. Criteria number three. Do they talk to each other about anything other than a man? No. No. So you're saying no? No. All right. I hate to dispute you. I hate to disagree with you. But I'm going to go ahead and just read you the scene that they talk to each other. Okay, here's the article. Oh, that was a pretty good article. Do you think I can write something more substantive? No, not for this magazine. Okay, I quit. That's a conversation between Andy and Lana. Not about a man. She's talking about how her magazine, talking about how to drive away men. Oh, is- my gosh. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say you're the expert in this situation, and I shouldn't question your authority, even though I think sometimes you're wrong, so wrong. Baby, you're so wrong. Uh, no, I'm, I'm right. All right. Anything else before we end our podcast? Yes. Oh, excuse me. Go ahead. I think that the name of the magazine is wrong. Composure. Composure. Oh, women are supposed to be all sweet and dainty. This is a women's magazine. Let's call it Composure. <laughs> sure. Stop that right now. Well, they're trying to teach women how to be. Yeah, they're trying to teach you how to be, and it's a magazine called Composure. See, these are the little details that I realized. As I, soon as I heard <laughs> the Composure, I was like, this is dumb. This is a terrible title for a women's magazine. As opposed to Vogue or Vanity. I would say that that magazine name makes sense. I don't think so. I think so. Because it's not oh, just yeah. about how women should act. It's about how they should dress, how they should do this. <laughs> you know, I just thought of something funny. This movie reminded me of The Devil Wears Prada, where she wants to be a more serious journalist, but she works for a fashion magazine. Uh-huh. And then the same thing with this movie where she wants to be a serious journalist, but she works for Composure magazine. And they're both named Andy. I guess that's just the name for when you're serious about writing. And we have a friend at church named Andy. So she will probably be a journalist that ends up working at a fashion magazine. And don't they both go to Washington? I think so. I think they both go to Washington for a job interview. No, I think she went to Boston. Oh, I don't and know. But they were both leaving for a job interview. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else other than the name of Composure Magazine being completely appropriate to the story? I'm sorry. Uh, being Pardon? completely inappropriate for the story. Yeah. Pardon? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Say that one more time. <laughs> Anything else? I'm sorry. I must have misspoke. Um, uh, no. No? No. All right. Thank you for tuning in to Poppy Approved Movies. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app or like our podcast on YouTube. We put out an episode every Monday. If you want to see extra podcast content, follow our TikTok at Poppy Approved Movies. If you want to suggest a movie for us to watch and critique, email us at poppyapprovedmovies at gmail.com. That's poppyapprovedmovies at gmail.com. No spaces, no caps. We'll try our best to get to your suggestion. And remember, it has to be PG-13. Next week, Sophia will be back and we'll be watching About Time. And I'll be back in two weeks to watch Ender's Game. I'm Poppy. And I'm Natalie. See you next time. Bye.